As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. For centuries, cavalier centurions carried crying cattle carefully across creeks and crevasses, concurrent to cackling crows circling crabs on Crete. For centuries, cavalier centurions carried crying cattle carefully across creeks and crevasses, concurrent to cackling crows circling crabs on Crete. Okay, the microphone seems to be working. It is 3.48 p.m. on a Friday... I'm getting ready to meet with my client, Priestin Hartley. Priestin's a bit of a a, a successful actor in his own right. I'm looking forward to catching up with him, seeing what's going on. Just a little bit of time for a self-check-in. What's going on with me? What's on my brain? Well, you know, I think I've come to the realization recently that I have to stop ordering soup on dates. I think it's a bad first impression to be eating something that is slurp-based. But also I am, you know, I'm a guy with a tiny stomach, so it seems appealing. And also I love soup. I mean, soup is delicious. When I found Hale and Hardy, I felt I had died and entered heaven. Uh, Like I'd been hit on a truck on the street and then walked into heaven, which is just a store selling endless amount of soups. But, um... It's just, it's also a food you have to hunch over, and that's not a good posture for a date. And so you're hunching, you're slurping, you're squeezing words out between the liquid. It's just, it's not good. It's, it's, I wish the soup wasn't so alluring, you know? It's like, when you think about it, soup is the real thirst trap. Oh, hello! Hello, Priestin, hello, welcome, come on in! Is it okay to come in now? Yes, of course. Welcome. Come hey, on in. Good hey. to see you, friend. Good to see you. How are you? I'm doing well. You're looking handsome. <laughs> uh, you're too much. You're too much. Thank you. You're you know, you're looking good yourself. Oh, Priestin, don't lie to me. That's not what this is about. No, no. That little splash of color on you looks great. Oh, th- I've been taking a painting class, and I'm not very good. You know, you know my dad used to say um Every journey starts with a single step. Oh, that's a nice saying. That's a nice saying. Yeah, was he, he was a also nice guy. The, was he in the entertainment industry? Uh, he liked to think that he was. Uh, <laughs> but uh, And certainly for uh, the people in our small town, yeah, he was, uh, he was quite the character. Um, mm-hmm. And he was always mm-hmm. welcome. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, that's it. If you live in a small enough town, the banker's the TV show, you know. You live in a small enough town, and all of a sudden, uh, your accountant is a magician. It's like, this is where you get your entertainment, is just the local characters. It's people wearing lots of hats. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. magician's trick, too. Have you ever seen a magician with just wearing lots of hats? Just putting different hats on their head? Or... Yeah. Nope. Yes, it's I have. Good... Yeah. It's a good trick. It's I, I, uh, I love magic. Ever saw a lady in half? Have I ever sawed a lady in half? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or any gender? Uh, no. No. Gosh. <laughs> uh, no way. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I've, I mean, we had, we had a guy growing up who would come to our sixth grade and did it, and it was just, uh, it was magical. Wow. A professional magician who did shows for sixth graders in the middle school? Well, I mean, it was our, it was, uh, it was our gym teacher, but. Uh, ah, you know, again, lots of hats. So small town. Yeah, and you know, it's really up to the teachers in these small towns to, you know, as we've kind of talked about in the past, to to be lots of things for the students. You know, and students have yeah. wild imaginations, and you can really help to instill something really magical and wonderful in young minds when you have teachers you can. who care. You can. It, it, it does kind of disgust me when I think about how well they're paid to do that, though. I mean, I just, I wish, I wish we could spread the economics out a little bit more to include more people other than just teachers. You know? Well, that, you know, that was, that was a hardship every year. Every year, the town council, who I never met, I don't think anyone ever saw, but every year they tried to cut choir, they tried to cut, you know, the holiday dance, and every year we had to get a fundraiser together. We had to have a sock hop. We had to have a dance off. We had to have the Christmas choir on the grandstand. Um, and we got by every time on charity and togetherness and community. Uh, oh, 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 Preston, I, I'm so I hate to cut you off. I, um, I. I'm just I, I I'm sort of vaguely remembering. Didn't you grow up in Boston? Aren't you originally from the big city of Boston? Uh, I mean, if you looked at it on a map and you started, you know, you started scrolling in, you'd see Boston. And it's not until you kept scrolling in on that Google map, scroll, scroll again, scroll again, that a little burrow outside of Boston, a little sleepy town called Cedar Bends would uh -huh. pop up. Uh -huh. uh, almost like it's a little secret secret village that uh, uh, you really you have to believe in for it to appear. Say, it sounds like it has to be whispered. The like, name of the if, town? If you were to speak it too loudly, the idea of Cedar Bends itself might Cedar just Bends. evaporate, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I re I remember the mayor saying mayor saying in a in a, uh, a like promotional video, "Welcome to Cedar Bends." That's right. Yeah, that uh, that that's uh, well, that's incredible. I I guess I, that was on my mind a little bit just because uh, you know, Priestin, Sometimes it, I I feel like uh, uh, you you take your work very seriously and you can be a bit method. Is that fair to say? Method. Oh. Um, well, you really believe what you do, uh, you know, and I, I know you've been on a real uh, hallmark streak recently in terms of your casting and your opportunities. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of them, you know, mm -hmm. and they film. Is, they film. It's good. 
Yeah, sorry. Go. No. No, go no. It's it's good money is all I was going to say, and I support you doing it. I think that's awesome. The money's I good. Just, yeah. Is it um, – I do worry about it constricting your own values, or I, I worry that um, – I worry sometimes I forget who you used to be, and I only now see the characters you play, which are these kind of uh, flowery – uh, romanticized uh, 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 dipshits. That's the word I'm looking. Dipshits is the word I'm looking for. Wow, that's um, you know, that's colorful language. But yeah, you know, it's funny that you put I'm it in that a painting way. Painting class, right? Of course. You know, it's funny that you put it that way because I'm, I'm feeling especially, especially this week, like I don't know who I am anymore. And I am just the characters that I've been playing. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. You know, we've been, you know, we've talked about in the past, like, the kind of the factory creation process of these Hallmark holiday movies. I remember when you told me about the factory. I had no idea it was literal, and it, it uh, sounds you, horrifying. You have to clock in uh, mm -hmm. with, a, with a punch card, <laughs> and there's a big whistle when it's time for you to act and the whistle blows when your scene is done and you know even so anytime you a, see anytime you see start, like it's it's a start and a stop whistle that's all i wanted to say it's a it's start and a stop whistle a big it's a, it's steam a, whistle is how they direct you there's not even a, a director on set the whistle it's a all whistle you have to interpret what the big whistle wants you to do and here's Here's the thing. It doesn't care. The whistle just wants you to make more content. Okay? And so if I'm in a scene and I'm not I'm not sure I'm feeling it, or even if just the cocoa is cold because we've been filming for two hours, doesn't matter. There's no way to communicate that. Mm. And it's money, yes, but it's a grind also. And I, I'm having a conflict of 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 faith a crisis of of crisis of faith my spirit i feel like because oh. this last film remind was, me of the name it's a christmas time always oh okay it's it's a christmas time always and it's for this one it was set in my hometown of cedar bends Cedar and Benz. I went wow. back to Cedar Benz. Wow, what was that like? What, what were your what were your emotional experiences? Could you could you feel your childhood self, or did you feel like an entirely different person? It was tough because we filmed the entire movie in three and a half hours, and it's, and a, it's 90, a it's a ninety minute film. It, that's what it I was clocks say. in at ninety four, which is a good. I'm proud of that. A lot of films feel the need to go over three hours now, and. I don't think audiences really want that. Not not enough actors hang their professional pride on runtime. You know, like that's such a that's such a huge like yeah, sure you 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 cried really well in it believably when you had to pick between your two children, but what was the runtime on that movie Meryl Streep? Yeah, maybe a nice first draft. Sorry, I mean I shouldn't it's not no, no. kosher to Priest, and this is a safe place. The factory's not going to hear about this. You can I, say whatever even, you need to even say. If, even if Meryl doesn't hear about it, I still feel, mm -hmm. you know, 
it's not my place to judge her character. You know, judging is casting stones outward. I want to stone inward. Mm-hmm. You want to hold on to those stones until they crystallize in your urethra. You know, if that's what it takes to not, you know, to not harm another person mm-hmm. and to always keep a good spirit in my heart, then mm-hmm. I do it. You're a good person, Priestin. Thank you. You know, <laughs> I try to be, but it's hard. And mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not. I, being there, back mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. it was a whirlwind. If if I can be frank, a roller coaster. Um, a getting roller to coaster. see my old school, Abigail Adams High. Oh. Getting to see my mom. Well, in her big well, house. No, tell me, tell me what each part of the roller coaster this is, because roller coasters they got the. Yeah, that would but be. But then they me. also have the. Ah, yeah. Down. Well, I'll tell you so... what. It was tick 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 me driving down Main Street, mm. seeing the old antique shop, seeing the hot cocoa stand outside the ice skating rink, seeing Ironic my mom. That it's... Ironic, it's an old antique shop. I'm sorry to keep cutting you. I have so much to say about everything. You, I, uh, I, if I welcome it because it's a wonderful town, and I wish you would go. I mean, everyone should mm-hmm. go. It's just the perfect, idyllic, sleepy New England town. I do and hate it's... those. I do hate those newfangled antique shops. Those like modern, gentrified antique shops. I hate those. Well, you know, a lot of those are corporate owned. Yeah, you know, you yeah. have and uh, you have people kind of creating a faux old antique chic, but you know the real antique shops are owned by generational families, mm-hmm. families who have through generations lived outside of Boston. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so the the so the the drive-in is the tick 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 up the roller coaster. All of it. Who's going to be that? Uh-huh. And I'll tell you what I'll tell you what the drop is. Seeing my old childhood sweetheart, Kyleen. Kyleen. Oh my god, I thought she was dead. The way you talked about the way you talked about her. Am I have I been speaking about her as if she's dead? Well, you've used a lot of past tense. Um you know, uh, uh, of oh, Kyleen, she was she was a she was a a real uh, uh, fine lady. You know, right? Um, I haven't seen her in in ten years at least. Right. So I right. don't I don't know. Sorry, I I've been speaking in the past tense about her because I've just not seen her for a very long time, and she existed in the past for me. I got it. So I when it, it was when, if I said something like. She meant the world to me. That doesn't, right. you know. Well, it, it's not. It's not explicit, but context clues. I kind of was, uh, you know, picking up on the idea that maybe she had passed. Also, didn't you say the last time you saw her was when you uh, wrecked the car that you were driving that she was in? Yeah. Do you want to get into the car wreck? I don't know. If Do we need to get I... into it again? I mean, well. I don't know. It does. It does feel like a. Uh, it does feel like a. a, a, a um, what's the a crossing of the threshold of the narrative of your life? You know, it does feel like 
it is it is the moment when your innocence shattered just as your femur did I mean what is there to relive I mean the roads were snowy uh-huh it took a curve a little too uh -huh. fast and the left side of my car went into a guardrail and mm -hmm. I broke the left side mm -hmm. headlight of my car. And you were never able to play quarterback again. Yeah, just breaking, you know, you wouldn't think looking from the car because it was really just, it wasn't even a shattered headlight. It was just a few scratches and mm -hmm. whoa, how do I have a broken femur? Why? <laughs> what has happened? Yeah, yeah. But you know, and fate so I, works and that so way I, sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I assume the girl you were driving that day died, and so that's another reason I, you know, I, I just assume like, oh, she was in the car. She must, no, she was must perfectly have, fine. Killed she didn't even notice. She <laughs> didn't know. She didn't feel it until I just started screaming, "My femur!" Uh, I, I, I know the feeling of women not being able to feel something till you start screaming. I, I, I'm, a, I, I can, I can, um, I'm, I can sympathize with that. Uh, okay, well, hey, you're I'm, gonna, well, I'm thrilled you're that gonna she's find, alive. Hey, we've, mm -hmm. Ian, we've talked about, you're gonna, you're gonna find someone who's right for you someday. Oh, okay? thank you. I've I been painting, I've been trying to paint my love. That's what I've been trying to do is, you know, if I, if I can't find somebody, maybe I can picture someone and then put them on a, a piece of parchment and that parchment, you know, I can I can get a marriage contract with that thing. Well, I can marry a painter. That's great. And look, activities. That's a great way to find someone who shares the same values as you. You go on an app. You go online. You know, you go to bars and just wait for like who you're gonna bump into. You're gonna find a bunch of people who go on apps and go on bars. You know, right. you're not gonna find people who will go ice skating with you, or who will donate their time to the high school choir, you know. Mm, well, sounds like you're bleeding into your movie territory I, a little bit, Priest. I, I'm coming to realize that this, you know, I'm putting on, this is so layers deep. Like, I'm doing mm. these films about what I used to believe in and mm. maybe stopped believing in. Mm. And now I go and I'm confronted with the real thing. I'm seeing mm -hmm. Kyleen, and it just hits me. It hits me like a Honda Civic going 20 miles per hour while braking into a guardrail and gently glancing off of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. You, you glance off the guardrail, and yet somehow your femur is metaphorically still shattered. I feel my... The femur of my heart is in pieces right now, and I can mm -hmm. no longer play the football of my heart, is what uh, I'm... I'm uh -huh. Sorry. Just... I don't know. How, well, how is Kai Kai? How, how is she doing now? And, and don't what call was her it? that, please. Oh, okay. She'd, um, hate, she'd hate that nickname. Uh, we had... Oh. Uh, we had uh, a teacher when we were back at Abigail High who would call her Kai Kai, and there was just... Boy, the frown that she would give this this man every single time. Uh, yeah. I well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Pry Pry. I I just thought Pry Pry Kai Kai would go together nicely. Pry Pry. Yeah, Kylene. She's 
wow. I mean, how isn't she? Her, you know, her <laughs> eyes are like gigantic stained glass windows, you know, mm. and her smile like like the open doors of a church on Sunday morning. And it just... I've never thought of a church as like sexually appealing or like or, or like i never thought i would be like romantically interested have you thought of it as spiritually appealing as no as, as maybe a satisfaction of the soul you know no. i a... i usually think of it as a good place to hang out and be quiet like i use a i use it kind of as a uh uh you know a chill zone if i need to chill i just go to a church and be quiet and maybe smoke a smoke a blunt isn't that a great thing about churches though yeah, you can of course. Just, the you can just go not on Sunday. You can just chill there. Totally. And what's more chill about the everlasting resurrection? You know. Oh, I know. I know. It, it's it's really it's really um, serene. You know. It's. Um, I will say the one thing about church is the glory hole system is fucked up. They get so mad at you when you use that glory hole. <laughs> You keep trying to bring your uh, your special character into church, but you know what? I'll bet they'll keep welcoming you time after time. You know, they're That's... pretty welcoming until you step in that glory hole booth and they say, uh, you know, confess your sins, and you and you try and get that uh, glory hole business done, and then they just they just they're all upset. Well, they're like this is what you should be confessing. I'm like, well, this is what you should be sucking. Well, prodigal Ian, I hope you keep trying because I know. Thank you. I know God's not going to stop trying. Thank uh, you. Well, I, I, I'm doing my best. Okay, so um, Kylene, she reminds you of a church. That's that's where this got started. So she reminds you of a church, and what what's she not doing? She's doing everything. Well, she's she's working with, you know. Well, you know, she is working at the school. You know, uh-huh, she uh-huh. works with getting the school that, choir. You know, that sweet cushy teacher money. It's not as good as mine, I know that, but mm-hmm. I, I don't. She's happier, it seemed, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, How did she react to you? Did she remember you? Did I she, think did she... she just. Well, I mean, I. So she didn't see me at first. I saw her at first. We we're going around, the kind of outdoor, uh, Christmas tree market, where everyone can come pick up a Christmas tree, and I spotted her through some Christmas trees on the lot. And she was picking up a Christmas tree, it seemed. And um, I, I just, you know, I, I followed her around the bend. And then, you know, I lost her at some point. And then, bam, I bumped right into her. And we each spilled our, our hot cocos on our vests. Um, and, you know, it was like a minute of apologizing, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, your vest, the hot cocoa. And then she looked up at me. And there was just that moment of, like, realization shared of, like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Priestin, is that you? It's like, mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's me. You know, Priestin, I, I haven't seen a ton of your movies, but I, I have watched a few just out of pure morbid curiosity, as you're my client. And I will say that that what you just described was beat for beat the same moment from Candy Canes Are Forever. I was thinking that too. I was thinking exactly in that moment of, is am I having deja vu? You know, is well, there? Well, that, I... that's 
it's it's making me skeptical as you, as your therapist, priest, and that that this was a real experience. It's making me think that maybe you're conflating what you wanted to have happened with what actually happened. You know, like sometimes our brains can reimagine things to be uh, safer than they actually than the actual damaged way in which they occurred. You know what I'm saying, Priestin? I'm not sure I am. So that she didn't recognize me or that she wasn't happy to have me back in Cedar Bends or wasn't asking what I was doing there genuinely or that she's not I, working I, at the I, school? I, I, I think it's possible, Priestin, that you went and visited a gravestone and that you have retold this story to me just now as if she is alive and 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 well and and doing happy things and that you had this romantic meet cute like you did in your movie because that's easier to acknowledge than the fact that you possibly killed this person in a terrible uh sideswipe accident wow that's that's heavy yeah i mean i don't know what to say if if you want to come back to cedar bends with me i could show you you know like I said, I'd love for you to come visit the town. It's a wonderful town. Wonderful sounds, people. It sounds ever so slightly menacing, like I might be murdered there, or that this is going to be like a get out sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're going to say get out in that kind of Elaine Bennis way when you see just how welcoming people are there uh, and how much they open their hearts out for um, strangers of all stripes. Uh, I hate that Julia Louis Dreyfus turned down the original offer to play, <laughs> to play the lead and get out. She would have been so good. I don't. I don't want to judge an actor, as I've said. I. I don't either. I'm even sure if she had even if she will not hear this, I don't want that to. I don't want that to be just a rumor on my own soul. That of course, gets out but that's there. that's like the you know Arnold Schwarzenegger was uh, originally foreseen as Forrest Gump. Did you know that? No. That's a real. That's a real cinema fact. Is that uh, Forrest Gump was sort of written with Arnold Schwarzenegger in mind? It's just one of those things. Like, oh, that would have been cool to see Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, would have been cool to see Elaine Bennis as uh, the lead in Get Out. You know, uh, it would have been fun to see her um, abducted by white people. Have you seen Get Out? That's the plot. I don't. No, I, don't I know have. If that was yeah. a, okay. It's a. It's. It's. You know. It's one of those good movies where like people have a the director is a person who maybe i've heard that i've heard that about maybe this is just the outside looking in but i imagine jordan peele is like Mm -hmm. a human being with like ideas who will like tell you things that he has in his mind and that he's not an eight foot tall steel whistle that a big bellows furnace blows steam into and out of I would, I would think, because uh, certainly the quality of the production mm-hmm. suggests to me that it is a non-whistle labor, and I really it, appreciate that. It, it doesn't seem to be whistle labor, from what I can tell. And I have seen Jordan on some red carpets, and he seems to be lovely. Uh, doesn't read H feet. Um, seems to speak with a human voice. So you know, I, I don't know if that's encouraging. Uh, Good that, for him. That's a that's a thought. Have you talked to your agent or your manager about? Maybe trying to work uh, in an industry outside of home. I mean, I know you've gotten typecast, and that you definitely have a the romantic look of a small town uh, 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 boy who's uh, you know finding his Christmas. But well, I, I try not to to talk about my agent because I mean, what's there to talk about? He's a giant clock. He's a giant clock on a wall with big hands that go around and just say 
what time it's time for me to go back on set, right? Back to the factory. Oh my gosh. So oh my gosh. I don't feel like the relationship there. I don't, you know, I don't feel like I've, I'm, my talent is being really managed in any way right. there. Right, and that sounds Except, like a conflict of interest. It sounds like the agent is directly a part of the factory and yeah. is an extension of the factory. So that sounds like that's not going to get you away from it at all. What about your manager? A big candelabra. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Like in Beauty and the Beast. Just a oh, big, no. but he doesn't talk. It's just candles. I was going to say, is that even French? I mean, the candelabra could be French in origin or design, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Oh, certainly, it's oh, terrible. Certainly, Claude's not going to tell me. Well, his name's oh. Claude. I mean, but that's maybe that's just me manifesting. Claude like sounds about. French. Sounds yeah. French to me. But again, he's never said a name because it's not a person. It's just a candelabra. Right. 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 Okay. Um, and what about um, what about your fellow actors? I mean, I know I know sometimes that they are just you know toys that have come to life, but like surely you must be able to bond with them and talk to them about finding a way out. I, I mean, they're all, you know, you talk to them, but could I really? I, I don't feel like I can trust these people to talk to anymore. Right. This is what I'm thinking. Right. Like, if 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 these people are in the same system than I am, right. then you know, right. and I'm the lead, you know. Right. I should have, you know, I should have it better than anyone, right. and I don't, and I feel, I don't, you know, I don't know what's totally real anymore. I don't know what right. I want anymore. Maybe mm. I want to get out of this biz, or maybe I want to go make Get Out. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd love to make Get Out, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, oh, okay. Well, let's talk about this, Priestley. What if you wrote and directed your own project? That's a great way to be creative of, like, the Priestin Hartley movie or film. What would that look like to you? What 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 genre would you like to play in? What's your ideal cast? Give me a synopsis. Let's uh, let's elevator pitch wow. this. this um, thing. I mean, yeah, Priestin. I guess you know on the spot. I would really want to maybe get back to what matters to me. You know. Oh, get like, back to where you once belonged. Yeah, and where did I once belong? Tucson, Arizona. I mean, it was it, it was Cedar Bends was the name. Oh, of the oh, oh, sorry, Cedar Bends, right? Um, no, that's okay. I I've only mentioned it um, uh, several times. I, um, I I do mix up Massachusetts and Arizona quite frequently. Well, I think they're both great places. Certainly. I I was definitely at a bunch of Stop the Steal <laughs> events in Massachusetts, and boy, did I have egg on my face. Great. So you're, I mean, you're getting out there. That's good. I'm getting out there. It's mostly to meet clients. Uh, a lot of the stuff to steal folks, they desperately need uh, mental help. So I'm just, I'm just going to those that's things. That's wonderful. Business cards. And at this time Thank of you. year too, good for you. And I, Thank you know, you. that's, I, I know this isn't for you, but I do appreciate that you are always thinking of others, thinking of ways to you know, put yourself in the lives of others. That's wonderful. Well, I really I, applaud you for that. I don't want to be too noble here. I was trying to score a date with Kristen Cinema, and um, you know, I don't think it's going to work out between the two of us. Uh, it's uh, let's just say I uh, ordered the wrong thing off the menu. Maybe try hot cocoa next time. 
At a restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Why not? I don't think of something that's I don't think of that as something that's orderable other than like go to a grocery store and make your own. I don't think of that as like I guess Starbucks would have it. Maybe you're going to the wrong restaurants. Mm. You know? That's a good point. I, uh, when I think about just a nice family Main Street restaurant, uh you know, old guy slinging burgers behind the counter and yeah, mm. you can I mean, what town what town in this country would deny a uh couple out on a first date a couple of warm mugs of hot cocoa gosh ah. that's what i want that's what i want that's the story i want that's the story you want well i was gonna say it does seem like maybe your passion is more towards restauranteering than it is filmmaking because when i asked you to make up a film you had nothing but as soon as you had to describe a restaurant you were like burgers little hot cocos you had so many ideas well, maybe that's part of the film though that's part of the I experience okay, i mean if right, we're getting to right. the point you know, I don't know. Maybe this is just the vibe I'm getting. I'm not. I feel like I'm not checked in with the rest of the country right now. But like, sure. If people are going to restaurants and don't even feel they can order hot cocoa anymore, and you're putting yourself out there, and you're, you know, getting nothing, mm-hmm. then doesn't that speak of like a crisis of of values for the country for everyone? Is this something we're all facing it's so right funny. now? You're repeating a lot of the same language that I heard the Stop the Steal people saying, uh, which is just really ironic. I, I I would hand you a business card, but you're already here. I already have you. Um, you know, perhaps it is true that we're getting away from some traditional values. I mean, you know, if you can't go to a church and get a nice glory hole uh, uh, done, then, like, what country are we living in? You know, it's like that, that should be something that's accessible to all people. I... I hear you, Priestin. I think we are, I think we are in a moment of crisis. But I think like that's why we need people like you, actors like you, to guide us through it, through the the strength of your will, through the through the sentimentality of your eyes. You got some great eyes, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, they're award winning. Um... What was that award again? It wasn't a blockbuster choice. It was a. Uh, it was a day. It, it was a daytime homie. Which That's is right. not the main Hallmark movie awards, but for uh, the subcategory of Hallmark movies that appear during, like before 7 p.m. Right. Well, uh, congrats on your daytime uh, haul, me. I think that's thank you. Uh, wonderful. You know, I. Uh huh. I just you tell me. Thinking, I never really considered myself a political person. You know, the mm-hmm. biggest thing that you know ever mattered for me was is the choir going to get money from the town council this year is the grandstand gonna have streamers mm-hmm. put up well what about that one film you did it's a mayor's christmas well what's political about that well, i thought a mayor was in politics no well sure but i mean what did what happened i mean i know you didn't watch all of them but the good thing about them being 90 minutes is you can get through a lot of them. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I fast forward well, well, most of it. You, you fell in love with the Russians or something? Well, I mean, you have to kind of start at the beginning. Like, what was Mayor Todd's journey? Mayor Todd started out wanting to, you know, have the New York Nets come to town and create a New York Nets virtual reality interactive experience where, where the town's grandstand had been right and what right. was he doing 
he was he was saying, you know, once we bulldoze the discotheque, old once we discount, you know, uh, this every thing of value in this town, then the mm. New York Nets are going to be able to come. And it was through watching a visiting Russian ballet company's production of the Nutcracker Suite in conjunction with the high school's choir, seeing the kids and those Russians create dreams together that he he realized that he had, you know, erred in his ways. And the New York Nets realized, too, that this wasn't going to be good for them. And mm-hmm. they came out mm-hmm. on social media mm-hmm. and and it was a great teaching moment for everyone. Mm hmm. I, just the the way I heard it described by the FBI was propaganda. That's how I heard it described. The film. I, I mean, propaganda for... Uh, ballets. It was a, a, a ballet propaganda. It was trying to, uh, you know... Um, it was trying to incept ballet into our culture um, uh, without a, a visa, basically. Gosh, well, you know, it's not the dancing my dad used to do, but... Uh... Mm-hmm. You know, I can't deny that. I feel like Mayor Todd learned a, a, an important lesson there, and well, maybe that's something that I could learn from, and everyone could learn from. But I also, if I'm honest, it weighs on me because that mm-hmm. was we filmed that in 80 minutes. That's also a 90-minute film, is it? It was, yeah. And Where did that extra ten minutes come from? They CGI'd a lot of the New York Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. Sorry, I'm not a huge sports guy, um, and um, yeah, so a lot of it was like, as far as what we actually had to film, it was, right. you know, I filmed four other films that day. Right, right, right. And so I'm That's... wondering, like, yeah, there is a good lesson I believe in there. But if it's just going to be replicated by five other films mm-hmm. in a day, mm-hmm. and if it weighs on my soul like this, mm-hmm. and it even makes me start question, having, you know, questioning whether I'm having a schism with reality, and I don't know if the girl I grew up loving and maybe still care a lot about is even alive or not, then okay, what hey, is happening? Hey, hey, hey. Shh, Hi. Shh, it's yeah. okay. Hey, hey, hey. Marshmallow. 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 Yeah, the Marshmallow. one in uh, the Snowflake. one in my... hey. Snowflake. Oh, caught it, caught it, Snowflake. caught it. There you go. All right. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, uh, but you know what I'm saying? I do, I do, and I think Priestin, I think like, let's just put it aside for now. Let's just take a breath. Let's, uh, in fact, okay. let's do a little meditation here. Let's see if we can just kind of reset ourselves uh, into something new and 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 feel what discoveries we come uh, from uh, 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 cleansing our palate for a second. Does that sound okay by you, Priestin? Would that be all right? You know, my dad wouldn't have done this, but uh, yeah, I'm in your hands, and I trust you implicitly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, This meditation comes to me via the astronomer Joe uh, Pitka, P-Y-T-K-A, Uh, And I would encourage you to reflect on this meditation every night and day. Okay? And, Priestin, just listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from three, two, one. You find yourself on a beautiful golf course on a sunny day. 
touch the tee of a par three. You hit your golf ball. As if music were playing, it softly lands on the green and rolls its way delicately into the hole. Wayne beams with pride as he goes to take a picture of you pulling your ball out of the hole. But as you reach inside, stakes game of basketball, and you realize, priest, and you realize at this moment, you first realize that you believe that you can fly. And we're coming out of the meditation now, priest, and three, two, one, and you're back with me, priest, and how was that for you? Was that helpful? That was really nice. Yeah? Um, yeah. I, um, I replaced golf in my mind with going ice skating. Oh no! Don't with do that. Your parents and your best friends. Um. And I replaced in my mind going down into the hole and coming out and finding myself in a space jam with just um running into a special someone when you need them the most and it's i i feel i feel centered i don't know what the word space and jam next to each other mean but i'm glad that you're acknowledging that you're replacing things i'm i'm glad that we're being literal about the fact that yes you are replacing memories because that's important that'll help you really see the tombstone next time you're at kiki's grave you know, you know it, and it reminded me too like you know we didn't always know if the town council was going to have enough money for space jam each year growing up and the only reason it ever did was because people stepped up maybe it wasn't their job and maybe they right. didn't get paid right. enough right but they knew that adults should look after their own adult parents and also children around them and that it really takes a village and so that's that's what i think about the most with space i heard it was mostly the cost saving of just cgiing michael jordan that's what i heard but we we hear different things i mean that's the thing about this industry is we all hear different rumors about arnold schwarzenegger becoming forrest gump or elaine bennis becoming the star of get out all these different rumors and and details what I want to focus on this last couple of minutes that we have, Priestin, a couple a couple of things is, number one, if we are reimagining parts of your life to make it better for you, then I definitely think we can change that work whistle around into something more positive and something more Christmassy. Don't you think? What I if think you're talking about language is what I think. What if instead of a, a giant whistle, it was a giant nutcracker? I mean, there's still place for the steam to come out. Mm-hmm. Of, they are, I mean, they're both cylindrical. They're very similar. 
Right. Is what I'm thinking immediately. But certainly uh-huh. I find a nutcracker to be a lot more welcoming. Okay. You know, collaborative, maybe. There you go. Okay. The thing is you can't you can't feel that you're the villain in your own story. And you were starting to get a place where you were feeling the internal conflict of um, uh, I make movies that are about rejecting commercialism in favor of small town values, but I'm doing so in a commercial process of this factory. And so all we got to do is recreate the factory in your mind to be family values. Tell me, tell me now, Priestin, with this new mindset, tell me about your agent and your manager. Let's see how you do. Well, I guess that my agent is... Big slice of apple pie with crumble on top. Uh-huh. And my manager uh-huh. is a wreath. And I I wreath, love them so very the, much. Wreaths. Those are the uh those are the green glory holes that people hang on their houses? They're both cylindrical. Circular. Okay. Alright. Yeah. I've had some confusion around those things too. You know, You are quite a character. I'll say that. I think uh, people in Cedar Bends would uh, really get a kick of your uh, of your city energy. I'll tell you Thank what. You. And maybe you'd get a kick out of uh, their small town spirit too. Oh, trust me. The only person who kicks me is Kristen Cinema when she's rejecting me. Is what You'll I'm get, saying. She... You're going to get right back up on that horse. Oh, don't call her that. I, I I know I know we don't agree with her politics all the time, but let's let's try and use nicer language when we describe women. Yeah. Okay. All right. You okay. can just yeah. You can just nod your head in silence. That's okay. I I understand that that was a hard hard thing for me to say. Well, Priestin, I hope this has been helpful for you. I I am looking forward to your your next projects. I know you got uh what two or three more you got to go film right now. Well, I mean, I I guess I I'd come here thinking I was gonna not go to those and I was going to go back to Kylene and tell her I was done filming but I guess I should you you could do that I'm worried that's going to lead to a Lars and the Real Girl situation have you seen that film no I haven't seen it but I understand the plot to be a man who uh, uh, pretends a girlfriend is uh, 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 you know real when then she is in fact uh, uh, not living yeah I've I've seen the trailer yeah, so I would recommend not doing that, Priest. And I would recommend just, you know, double down. Just, uh, you know what? See, uh, request request is request if you can do more films today. Request if okay. you can do more than three. Okay. See if you can squeeze yeah. another one in. I don't know how that works. I, I guess you just write a note on your punch card when you punch it in, and they get it that way. I don't even know who's seeing these things. But, um, you know. Gosh, you, who is seeing these things? I don't know. I don't know. Do we need to talk? Ugh. Well, um, I did. I did read that um, the Russians recently bought the Hallmark Channel. I don't know if that's related or not. Oh well, you know, I wouldn't know. I uh, the uh, the entire corporate board there, mm-hmm. I've never met. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, um, last question. I promise I'll let you go, Priestin. Do you ever feel compromat? Compromat. Compromat? No, I'm not sure what that is. Compromat? I think it's with a K. Like, um, 
Like a, Has anybody ever accused you of being compromised? Have you ever sat before a Senate Judiciary Committee and and have they said the word compromise? You mean like a like going up in front of like the town council and having to defend that like actually song is just as important as reading and writing and mathematics for okay. for school children. Like, All right, so it sounds like you've uh, 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 rewritten those uh, C-SPAN hearings that I watched in your, in your own brain. Okay, uh, you know, uh, Princeton, I'm happy that you're happy, and I'm happy you're in a good place. And um, uh, you know what? Um, uh, take this uh, water, go heat it up, make some chocolate in. You'll have some cocoa in no time. How about that, friend? How's I've that already got the marshmallow and the snowflakes, so I'm That's halfway true. there. That's right. That's right. Okay, thank you, Priestin. Have a great day. Good to see you, friend. Okay, thank you. Hey, and thank Ian. Thank yeah. you. Um, oh. You know, it's the holiday season, and <laughs> maybe it's just the time of the year talking to me, but um, I really appreciate this, and I know you care about me, and I care about you, too. Hey, the only things that fill me with glory are you and my holes. You be well, friend. Thanks, Priestin. Well, that was some heavy stuff with Priestin. I think I made some real breakthroughs there. I hope he doesn't realize that the marshmallow and snowflake are respectively a treat for the office dog and also a stapler. You know, he's having me thinking on this whole reimagining things thing. Like, what if on my date with Kristen Cinema, what if I reimagined the soup I was eating as paint for my painting class? And then I'm just a normal person eating paint. Quick note to self. Boy oh boy is my friend Tim Aegis just the best and funniest person. You can follow Tim's Twitter at twitter.com slash it's Tim James at it's Tim James. Also the notice of notes to self. Do not forget you got a live show that you're doing Monday, March 14th, 9 p.m. under St. Mark's via Squirrel Comedy. It's an operating theater where you will be performing live therapy. By you I mean the only person listening to this, Ian Heron. Tickets are available now after many seasons of teasing that tickets were on sale. They are legitimately on sale now. And, oh, you know, if there was some sort of episode description or something, I'm sure you could click on a link in that and it would send you right there. Shout out to Jason Shaw and Audionautics.com for the use of the meditation music. Don't forget about our good friend Aaron Harland who makes incredible podcast themes, songs, and cover art, but is also a musician who you can find on Spotify. Follow at ER Harland and check out at AaronHarland.com. She's got a show coming up Monday, March 20th at 9 p.m. at Mercury Lounge, and she's got a couple of new EPs which will be coming out soon and which you can find out more from her Instagram. All right, and I think now the safest way to save these files that I've found is to just find a private glory hole and just stuff them in there. That way nobody will be finding what's on the other side. Privacy protected yet again.